Yes, hello! Welcome back to Come Lose It with Matt Duncan. I'm your host, Matt Duncan, episode 97. Guys, we are getting closer to the 100th episode of this combined podcast, this journey that has happened. Welcome. It's been almost 10 years. We're almost at 100. We're going to hit 100 in probably June, guys. Here's me, though, back on schedule doing two a month. Don't get used to it, folks. Don't get used to it. You know how I like to fall off on these things, especially when you got a lot of shit going on. There's a lot of shit going on in my life. You know, sometimes I'm getting really busy with things and other times I'm not, but a lot of shit going on, a lot of crazy family shit that's kind of coming in like that El Nino, you know, that El Nino is apparently coming and it's going to be real hot. We got those hot Pacific Ocean waters this summer coming up and it just brings a lot of nasty storms. So I got a little bit of that El Nino. El Nino is in my life, in the weather and in my personal fucking relationships. Anyway, just came back from the dentist. I've had that tune up. Feels good to have that tune-up, get that done. I used to have such an issue with dentists and going to the dentist. Just I, I just hated the whole experience. And I've got a dentist now that I've had for like the last few years. It's just great. I don't even need a TV on. They had, they had a radio on. Like an old, it felt like 1997 in there. It was like in an old house. There's... 90s hits playing. They're playing tons of Tina Turner. R.I.P. Died today. Tina Turner's out. She's out, dude. Out and about in heaven. I'm at I'm at the dentist. I'm listening to Tina Turner getting my getting the plaque scraped off my teeth, which is always tedious. Always a tedious thing, but very gentle. Hygienist. Shout out to the hygienist. I didn't get your name, but I did. While you went to grab one of your other little picks, say, you're very gentle. And she said, thank you. Because I've had some where they really, like, they really break that, they break that gum, you know? They, they get in there, they, they cut you when they're, they're trying to saw your jaw off when they do the, when they do, <laughs> when they do the floss, you know what I mean? Every time, I, you know, it's a brief feeling I get when I'm at the dentist, but it's something that I like to think about because I don't know if it was like a Seinfeld joke or something, but why are, why are dentists so apparently suicidal? What is that? What is it about the dentist experience that makes them suicidal? What is with the stress? Is it the stress of them asking their, their patients to do one simple thing once a day, you know, floss, can you just floss for me once once a fucking day? It takes you less than a minute. It takes you a minute. And people, I'd say the far majority, I'm going to say 90% of their patients don't floss. Now I do. I've, I'm in a good place with flossing. There might be a day or two a week that I miss, but I'm into it. I'm into the flossing thing. Sometimes you fall off, but it is what it is. I'm no, I'm definitely nowhere near as bad as I was in my 20s. There's a lot of people out there that don't floss at all. And I think as my gums start to recede and whatnot, because I think that's happening, you know, there's there's starting to get some weird gaps and stuff going on with the teeth. I, Other than the, the glorious gap I have in the front. If you've never seen me before, I have a glorious gap 
It's a glorious, a, a, a GD, a GG <laughs> glorious cat. Don't even know how to spell it, but let me tell you, it's glorious. I have one of those, but now I'm getting some on the sides and stuff. So that's where food likes to hang out. So I, it, that makes me want to floss more than anything. And, and I also power wash. I've got the, the water pick. Talking a lot about the dentist, you know, it's, it's always a, when you go through there and there's no issues, it's a, it's a nice thing. It's a nice thing. Not that I've ever had too many. I've got good teeth genes. Some people don't. Some people fucking take care of their teeth and you come in there and they'll think you're a fucking smoker. Just the way it goes, unfortunately. Thank God I don't have that fucking shit. This is the last thing I want is bad teeth genes. Can't wait to floss tonight. Can't wait to, I just fucking immediately came home. I ate a bunch of shit. I just fucked. Fuck the teeth right back up again. But, uh, you know, I'll get to it in the other shit part of this segment because this is the opening turd and there's sometimes other shit. And the other shit that I'd like to talk about that's in both of them, briefly in the opening turd, thank you, is the team that I root for, the Toronto Maple Leafs, are out again. And you know I got to talk about them a little bit. They are sports-related I seem to make my mark on this podcast talking about sports from time to time. That has to happen. This is a fitness podcast. It is a health podcast. We are the only professed food fitness podcast on the biz. And I'll just say, you know, sports break has begun. Sports break has begun. My teams are out. I'm just kind of jumping in to the rest of the NBA playoffs, to the rest of the NHL playoffs, and just seeing what happens, watching a game here or there. But that's it. That's it. You know, I'm not feeling any of the stress. And then you get that 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 horrible part of the summer where there's just baseball. And I, I don't watch baseball. And there's just no way. There's just no way I'm going to until the playoffs. And there's only a few games <laughs> that you have to watch. And they're more exciting. I just can't get into the baseball. I can't get into the Jays. I wish I could. And I don't think I ever have been able to. Okay? So I'll talk more about the fucking Leafs. And all that other shit part of the segment. A lot of family strife going on. Got family members that are sick. I've got... I've got an... Oh, fuck. I gotta say, my mom's side of the family, if you're fucking listening, I don't think you are because we are all pretty estranged. None of us really talk. So I'm pretty sure you're not listening to this podcast. But boy, is that side of the family fucking suck. It just, I'm not saying they're all bad, but it just, it's some, some families don't work, man. They don't fucking work. And now I've got an uncle and he's going through some shit and my mom's in the middle of it. And it's not good. It's not good. She's stressed out. This is kind of her last family member that she'll ever have to deal with. It's her last one. I wasn't sure when this day would come, but it is here, and I don't know what's going to happen to this guy, but it's her last family member that she'll ever have to deal with in her life again. Her parents are gone. The rest are estranged. This guy, Jesus, Jesus age Christ. That's all I could say about that. All I can say is just, uh, ah, it's been a couple days. It's the way it goes. What's coming up? You got the fucking Toronto Electric coming up. Is everyone excited for Olivia Chow? 
Are all you people out there excited? I know this this podcast is kind of global. There isn't like a ton of Canadian. I know I, I shout out to my Irish people, shout out to the Germans, shout out to the French, shout out to the uh, Chinese, the Singaporeans, the, you know, this has been all over the place. I'm getting hits from all over. So you're probably not that in depth with the Toronto uh, by-election that's happened, which hilariously, the majority of people would still vote for the outgoing mayor if he were to run right now. If he were to come out naked with his stupid Raptors blazer on and say, actually, you know what? Let's, I resigned, made all this shit about the election, and I'm going to jump back in. He won't. He won't do that. That'll be fucking, that would be insane. That'd be insane. But he could do it. He could do it, and he would win by a landslide. That is crazy. And the person that, if he's not running, is the complete opposite of him is Olivia Chow, who's like a hardcore NDP. Very, very different from John Tory. It's just so interesting to see. I hope she gets in. I voted for Olivia Chow when she first ran. Back when she lost to John Tory the first time. So, you know, I'm not a Toronto person anymore. I'm becoming less and less of one. Trying to, I'm trying to start pulling out all of my, I'm not going to say like all of the, the, not like friendship connections and stuff, but like my business related shit, I'm trying to pull out of Toronto. I'm trying to like move a doctor. You know, I've been really sitting on that. My doctor is like right downtown Broadview and Queen. I don't live anywhere near there anymore. And it's a real fucking hassle. I remember talking to my doctor about it. She went, oh, but she found out where I live now because if you don't live somewhat close or somewhere that is a, more of an easy access to to get to your doctor, there's a lot of times you're just not going to go. Thankfully, there's a lot of online shit for doctors. The, the clinic that I'm with, I've been with them now for six years almost. But I've, I've fucking moved around family doctors so much in my life. I've probably had over five or six family doctors. And I'm not done yet. I'm not done yet because I don't know where the fuck I'm going to be moving. This is from the hometown stopover. This is where the recording is. I've been in Belleville for a couple of days. I was going to record there. I brought my gear. I was going to do it like the old days. I was just too exhausted because I was doing too much there. Family shit, physical labor for my mom. It was a ton of shit I had to do. And then mentally, I'm, I was just too exhausted last night. I just ate a few chocolates and I went to bed, put my night guard in. And went to bed. So before we move on, is there anything else that I should really talk about on this opening turd? I don't know why I wrote a note that said, Prince Andrew won't leave his royal house. Why won't he leave that, pedo? Why won't you leave? Come on. King Charles wants you out. <laughs> the dumbest news. He won't leave. The man has no job. What's he going to do? Go work at a bar? Live, live above a bar in an apartment? What's he going to do? He's fucked. It'd be hilarious. There's like, well, if I was Prince Charles, King Charles or whatever, I'd be like, yo, I will pay for you to go to that pedo island and just live there. Just stay there. Try to, I don't know what you're going to do. I don't know what you'll do on the pedo island, but you know it like the back of your fucking hand. I'm going to drop you off there. We'll do a little survivor scene. See how you fucking do there, bro. Fucking jeez Louise, Prince Andrew. Prince Andrew. 
Uh, it is what it is. It is what it is. But you know what? Let's not get too negative. I don't want to talk about the pedos anymore. Let's talk about some birthdays. Guys, it's like a fucking huge, huge friggin' day for birthdays. Mr. John C. Riley is 58 years old. John C. <laughs> John C. Riley. I don't know. Did you touch my drums? Goddamn John C. Riley, 58. Hilarious little cabbage patch doll. Will Sasso is 48. Mad TV. I was a Mad TV kid. I wasn't an SNL kid. So I liked Will Sasso when he did that fucking Kenny Rogers. Kenny Rogers uh, doing jackass, you know. Loved it as a kid. Loved it in the uh, mid to late 90s. Will Sasso, Canadian, 48. Alfred Molina is 70. Can't not think about Alfred Molina. Think about that gross scene in Species when he impregnates the alien thing. Oh, God. Just remember the look on his face. <laughs> Go rent it. Go rent Species like you did when you were a kid. When you were a kid and you see if you could get that one by, Mom. What the fuck is this movie about? What is this? Who's this on the front? Is this a porno? Looks like a reptile porn. Are you are you watching reptile porn, son? Reptile lovemaking? That's what she was, right? Some kind of alien reptile. Oh, those were the days trying to sneak in a borderline porn into mom's hands when you're trying to rent a movie. I will say that the riskiest I ever caught was Showgirls. I somehow got Showgirls in there. Could not believe she didn't notice. That's what happens when you rent a stack of movies every two weeks as a divorced child. It sucked, by the way. That movie is hilariously bad. Who else we got on the docket? Tommy Chong. Famous Tommy Chong is 85 years old. Cheech Chong. Chong. The guy on that 70s show. The pot smoker. The guy went to jail for selling bongs. Tommy Chong is 85. Can't say the weed ain't okay. You can't say it, folks. You can't. It's just the way it fucking is. So, yeah, you know, there's some people on here too, like Eric Close, 56. You know, Roger Deakins is 74, the great Roger Deakins. Uh, and, you know, uh, Doug Jones. If you don't know who Doug, Doug Jones is, he's, a, he's he's got the face for prosthetics. I will say that. Doug Jones is... He's he, he, he's always wearing the prosthetics in the movies, you know. He's he's like one of those top guys that's always always been in those type of movies. He's on like the new Star Trek show. He's in the fucking Hellboy. Always got some kind of prosthetic on his face. Uh, what do we got? Jim Broadband, seventy-four. Happy birthday, Jimbo. James Cosmo, seventy-five. He was in Braveheart. That's the only thing I remember him from. And last but not least, the King's wife. Priscilla Presley going through some fucking lawsuits right now is 78. Happy birthday. Hopefully that gets all figured out and you can get buried next to that peanut butter buster <laughs> eating goddamn fucking uh, fuck fucking at the king, you know? Fitness update. All right, let's get to this fucking fitness update. God damn it. You know what? I'm actually feeling pretty good. I'm feeling pretty good. The back is good. I went for another Cairo. The back is good, guys. The back is good. 
so happy about that. I was so worried that something was really fucking broken this time. But I got to keep up with my shit. I've fallen behind. My chiropractor, he like, he said, I got the thing I bought. I bought this fucking thing. I don't even know. What's it called? Fucking uniform or uniformu or something. It's this board with like a curve on it. And then you're supposed to lay on it. And it's supposed to, you know, help with that curve in your back. Keep that, that lower part of your back. You have to have a nice curve in. So the problem with me is I've got a straight L4. It's a little straight. So I need to lay on that. He said, do it just five minutes, like four or five times a week. I've done it like twice. I don't. I think I've done it once since I last saw him like two weeks ago. I just, it's. It feels like such shit. I hate it, but I got to do that. I got to keep stretching using my stretch strap. You know, I got to keep doing that, and then hopefully, hopefully, I'll be able to keep the back pain away. And I've done some major labor since then. Since like I've been going through all this shit, so that's good. I've put a lot of testing to the old back. To cut a lot of lawn at my mom's the last three days, I had to put docks in at my cottage with my dad, and then I had to uh, go to my mom's right after that, and she just put me right to work cutting lawns and lugging sandbags and everything else. It was exhausting. It was very tiring, but it was good. I felt good. I felt good to do it. I felt good to help my mom, especially with all the shit she's now going through. Endless chaos is her life. Endless chaos, my mother. So yeah, the fitness is good. I'm so you know I'm gonna, I'm gonna get back. I got back on the bike. I'm gonna start working out again more. I gotta pick up the weights. I gotta pick up some weights, and I gotta get back on that fucking fasting. It kills me that I have not been fasting. Really hoping to get some fasting done again soon because I it did feel better. But it's like you gotta you gotta go through a couple of days where it feels like you're fighting that hunger. You're fighting that hunger because. It does kind of feel like you have to starve a little bit if you're used to kind of eating late and whatnot. So I'll get there, folks. Folks, I'm gonna get there. And as far as as far as I'd like to say, yeah, yeah, everything's good. You know, episode ninety-seven. Feeling feeling strong, feeling safe, feeling good, feeling good. Health news. News that is health related. Okay, I think there's only one. Th- I had two things, but I'm just going to talk about one because, like, I'm uh, all of a sudden, I've I've started drinking stuff with artificial sweetener in it. But I was at the belief that it was okay because it was stevia. So there was an article that came out, and here, here's the problem. Here's the problem when these when these when these guidelines come out, there is not a ton of evidence that says artificial sweeteners are harmful for you or won't uh, help you with weight loss. And, you know, it could be worse, could could be bad, could give you diabetes, could give you, you know, cardiovascular disease, early death. They had very low to low certainty of this evidence. So I think that the difference between stevia and aspartame, aspartame is synthetic. Stevia is based from a plant. So it's more naturally occurring. And I don't mind the stevia. You know, obviously I've had a lot of aspartame. Like I'm a diet Coke guy. 
I love to have a good Diet Coke. I love a, I love a rye and dive. I'm having a drink. I try not to drink it too much, but there's no better fucking pop than Diet Coke. There really isn't. It's just, I know people don't like it, but the people who do like it, it just fucking hits every time. Diet Coke. And it's got that aspartame. It's got that synthetic artificial sweetener. Doesn't have the stevia, you know? It doesn't have the stevia. I think they got other things with stevia and stuff now. I don't know. I tried some other. It wasn't Coke Zero, but it was something like, maybe that was a stevia one. I don't know. But it tasted a lot like regular Coke. I was pretty shocked. Whatever I had tasted a lot like regular Coke. Which every once in a while you get a hanker for. But I am so conscious of when I'm drinking sugary drinks now. Like, if you have a Gatorade and it says 41 grams of sugar, 41? Jesus. So I tried one of the the biofuel. I just tried one because this is what the, all the athletes, the hockey players drink now. They're always drinking biofuel. I'm like, what the fuck is that? I want to try it. It comes in a carton, small. I got uh, white freeze was the flavor. So I was like, okay, that sounds kind of good. What is white freeze? Tastes like a fucking freezy. Tastes like a white freezy. That's what it tastes like. And it was good. It was good. It tasted very sweet with the stevia. You know, I find stevia to to do, it does taste a bit sweeter, but it tasted good. And I liked it. I liked it. You know, and it's in some, you know, Metamucil and stuff now. They got the stevia kind. You don't want that aspartame? I'm trying to avoid the aspartame where I can because I just don't know how good it is. I just don't know. But it just doesn't seem like the evidence is conclusive enough to fully say, like, yeah, it gives this brain tumors in rats or whatever, you know. I think if you are... Now, don't you go by what I say. Make sure you talk to your fucking doctor or, or page one of Google, Okay. Trust page one of Google like you do, you fucks you. But if it's me, I would say just try with everything, with fucking everything. What have we always preached on here with the fast food? Moderation. Just have a bit here. If you're having it in some Metamucil every day, I'm sure that's fine. You're having Stevie, like get fucked. Even if you're doing the aspartame, whatever. Okay, if you're drinking like a two liter fucking Diet Coke every day, no good. No good. You can't be doing that. You know, have a can twice a week, three times a week. It depends. It depends. It depends what kind of party you want. You know, sugar's the real bastard here, folks. Sugar is the real bastard. That is the fucking Jon Snow of sweet. <laughs> Okay, let's get, we're going to wrap up this podcast. We're not going to waste too much time because I know you guys got a lot of stuff to do today. I'm sure you guys got a lot of fucking stuff to do and you want to hear, sit here and listen to me all day. Thank you. Thanks to those who go to uh, comelooseit.wordpress.com because I get a lot of likes on my posts there and I post the Pocket Cast little uh, podcast player there so you can listen on the website. If you want to go there and do that, that's fine. That's fine, but I think most people like the podcatchers. For some reason, I heart radio. I fucking hate that one. They play ads before you can use it. 
seems to that seems to be a very popular spot for people to listen to this podcast. I don't know why. Also on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you know, Stitcher, Pocket Casts. That's the one I like to listen to things to. You know, just thought uh, just thought I'd fucking let you know. Now you know. Now you fucking know. So let's get to some other shit. What do we got? We got okay. Let's let me update you a little bit on this. Okay, we're we're gonna get to a little bit, just a little bit of leaf talk here. But you know, there, there's a writer strike going on now. I think SAG After is about to strike in the states. So like their their actors union is going to strike. The writers union is already striking. It's almost been a month or something, and. In the fucking Canada, obviously, we're, it's not a strike, it's a lockout. And the commercial actors in Canada have been locked out by the ICA for over a year now. Over, it's getting close to 14 months, folks. So there were some, there was a ratification that ha- or it was hoping to happen with uh, the actor union. And I am a voter because I've worked in the last few years and uh, the deal doesn't look good. I'm going to say right now, the deal doesn't look good. And I think a lot of union members are thinking the same thing, but it, you, you can't say that, yeah, we're giving you a 2% raise, and then also saying that you're giving us a 14 to 21% decrease in residuals. That is a cut. We cannot agree to a cut. So today I voted no to the ratification. I stand with the RCAP people, uh, the locked out actors, everything. We're voting no. If you are an actor and you are with Actra and you got that email and you've been working the last few years and didn't done any commercials since 2017, that's quite a bit of time, then you can vote and you can vote no, which you should. Because if this goes through and we say, okay, fine, cuts on these fucking bundles or everything, it's, it ain't going to stop there. We're already battling the fucking AI and all this shit. We're fucked. We can't have, I, I appreciate what Actor's been doing. Time to get back to the table. Keep fighting for us. No cuts. That is the actor saying we do not agree. So my no, I know the fuck out of it today. It's been sent. It's been recorded. And hopefully it shuts this motherfucker down and they get back to the table. No good. I pass. Let's move on. Fucking Leafs. Kyle Dubas, the general manager of the Toronto Maple Leafs, has been fired by Brendan Shanahan. A mimical boy. Something that I am a bit of. A Mimico boy. If you don't know where Mimico is, then take the fucking go train to Mimico. Get off. And you're going to hate it. (laughs) You're going to go, where the fuck am I? Where do I go from here? Actually, there's a great bakery down the street. It's called San Remo's. That'll get a coffee, get your bearings, because you're not in the greatest of areas. I'm not going to lie. It's not really anything going on there, but it's not great. It's not great either. You're very close to not good. You're very close. Sorry, don't want to get lost in Mimico talk because of Brandon Shanahan, but Kyle Dubas is out as general manager. The Leafs are in a mess. Only won one game in the second round. They finally got through the first round, but Kyle Dubas 
five years of GM, only one series win. Only one series win in five years as GM. So he's out. I don't want to get into the the whole press conference thing. You can look it up. You can see the 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 Dupas press conference. You can see the Brent Shannon press conference. You can make your own decisions. But I, I was sad. I was sad to see that he that he was going. I think he did a lot with a, a little. But there's been a lot of rumors that there's been a lot of tension between these two gentlemen for some time. And it looks like there's been some trades blocked and whatnot for Kyle by Brennan Shannon. It's just, it's not good. So now, I've been watching this team a long time. And this is definitely the best the team has been since, like, the the Dougie Gilmore, the Dave Vanderchuk years, the Wendell Clark, the, you know, when we almost went to the... Conference final. We almost went to the fucking or, or the uh, Stanley Cup. We were that close. It's been a long time since we've been this good, but they just haven't been good enough, and it it sucks, man. It sucks. I don't know what's gonna happen. I don't know what the fuck is gonna happen. I don't know who's gonna take over this team. Apparently, it's gonna be someone with some experience. It's not gonna be a first time GM again. Looks like Shanny's done with that. He needs someone that's been around. He wants someone that has been in the fight. A little longer. He doesn't want to be fucking mentoring and doing all this shit. He doesn't need. He doesn't want to do that. And I get that. And I maybe that's what they need. It's maybe what they fucking need. You know. So we'll see what happens. We will see. But this is going to be a very chaotic summer for that team. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that. So make sure you watch your Blue Jays, folks. Okay, Blue Jays. Let's play ball. Last thing I'm going to talk about, I just, I don't know why, it just, it, it, it shook me to my core. A week ago, I got to hang out with a group of people that were majority Gen X, which I, yeah, I've been around some Gen X people, but, I, you know, it's, I'm not that influenced by them. You're, you're mainly influenced by your parents. My parents are boomers. Gen X people, they're, they're kind of, they're shapeshifters. You don't know where they are. They don't know where they're hiding. Some people are Gen Xers that I, I probably don't even know are, you know? Uh, people that I thought were maybe millennials are actually Gen Xers. I don't know. Or Xennials, the, the weird thing in between. So technically, I feel like I was hanging around with a lot of Xennials. But they were, make no mistake, they were Gen X. And, uh... These Gen X people, you know how I know they're different, and we were listening to, like, big hair, 80s music, like Poison and Motley Crue and fucking Twisted Sister. All You know, like, this is music I never, ever listened to. I, I just haven't really been exposed to an actual sit-down where I'm listening to this. I'm not a fan of it. I think that it symbolizes what the 80s were to music as like a new thing, which was cocaine. All that music sounds to me is like if cocaine got into a studio and wanted to make music, I think that's what it would sound like in 1980s. Not all the music in the 80s obviously sounded like that, but I think that one very particularly feels like drugs to me. Fast, heavy, heart-palpitating drugs 
it all sounds, I sound like an old man. It all sounds the same. <laughs> but it really shook me to my core to see people that knew the words to these songs. Fuck. I couldn't believe it. Never been around that before. And I'm sorry if you're a Gen Xer and you, you like listen to Molly Crew, fucking Poison or whatever. Fuck. Go, go fucking dance. Fucking bang your head up and down. I don't give a shit. I'm happy for you. I love it. I love seeing the... Yeah, everyone's... Yeah, I'm, I'm open to a lot of music, but this music, I don't know. It fucking... I think it fucking sucks. We'll see. History will tell. History will tell the tale, my friends. All right, we ripped through this one. This is episode 97. I've checked in. I've let you know what's going on, obviously, a lot. But that's what this pod's about. That's what this fucking pod's about. So until June, I will be back probably early June, first week of June, something like that. We're going to get those two in 97, 98, 99, July, episode 100. That's what I'm hoping, folks. Have a good rest of May. Enjoy it.